Greetings, film fans. Welcome to episode 18 of The Big Review Ski, the time-travelling film show from Joe and Her that's been sent here from the future to kill all the bad films before they were ever released in cinemas so then they can't grow up to wreak havoc on future generations of the human race. That's right, Duck, Duck, Goose and The Greatest Showman. We're talking to you. I'm your host, Owen Hardy, and I'm delighted to be joined by two of the most foul-mouthed, fourth-wall-breaking, mutant, movie-reviewing mercenaries in the business. It is, of course, Rory Cashin and Palmer. Hello there, how are you both? Hey, Dean. Good, that sounded uh, difficult. There was uh, a lot of, uh, too wordy? There was a lot of M's. Like oh, too, so <laughs> alliterative. He was like the T1 Doherty there. Or yeah, was. Well, like going, Greetings, that. film fans. Welcome to episode 18 of The Big Review Ski. I'm Owen, there's Rory, there's Paul. What? Is that better? Oh, I, I, I thought, thought that was, was deja I thought, vu. I thought he was yeah. doing a whole time travel bit, yeah. Oh, that would have been funny. It would have been funnier. Will I do it again? <laughs> no. I need your boots, <laughs> your butt, and that script. Oh, anyway, after Paul wiped out half of our audience with the click of his fingers last week. They sorry. It. Yeah, well, sorry again if you did lose any loved Numbers ones. Numbers are way down. <laughs> so down, we're screwed. <laughs> we're hoping that the rest of you will still get in touch. You can tweet us on Twitter at Big Review Ski. Uh, we did put... Uh, printer ink in the printer so you can whatsapp us on 00353 874 Any Rudy Nudies? Uh, well I was going to say thanks to everyone who did try to replenish our supply of Rudy Nudies um, I will be perfectly honest we got more quantity over quality this time mm. and we're going to have to put a personal request out to Big Steve you're just going to have to stop sending that picture to us please yeah. okay. big, sm- big smile on his face what a huge smile uh, lots of great stuff coming up on today's show we've got some hopefully hiracy free high clues uh, amazing Avengers goodies to give away and an interview with the main man of the moment the bad guy star of what will probably be two of the biggest films of 2018 The Human Chin aka Mr. Josh Brolin <gasps> The Human Chin that's what I'm calling him now uh, uh, he's got an amazing chin The Human Chin oh he does have a beautiful chin he's got a big chin yeah but I'm thinking like Thanos style cable style Josh oh, Brolin style chin well, Thanos does have a bit of a chin he'll, thing, al- he'll always be brand from the Goonies to me always yeah. always now though it is time for the big question on the big review ski last week we wanted to know what is your favourite foreign language film of all time on me opinione I, <laughs> I went and learnt a bit of foreign this week someone found a Rosetta Stone yeah. on the weekend <laughs> what we had a great mix including Rory picking Amelie uh, Paul picking a prophet and me picking a film that's better than both of them combined don't you do it it's cinema party so take it away do it. resident piano player <sighs> I think Cinema Paradise has massively overrated. I'm just saying that to get you a rise out of him. I knew it would work. Put the I piano know. away. I do love that film. I knew that would get a rise out of you, though. Put away your penis. <laughs> what? <laughs> is, For this, is, is, is. <laughs> For this week's question on the big review ski, though, uh, sorry, big question. Uh, seeing as we have been talking about Avengers over the past few weeks and because our big review. Uh, today is Deadpool 2. I thought let's keep it simple and let's keep it superhero-y. Mm. I wanted to know who or what is your favourite cinematic superhero of all time? Cinematic, not comic books, not TV, not cartoons, not nothing. Who has been represented up on the big screen and you go, God, I love them. <laughs> it's the piano player from <laughs> Cinema Party. He Bar, is so. a superhero. It's hero. Pianist Man! <laughs> now mine is um, Jesus. Bob Incredible. Oh! <gasps> Amazing yeah. or incredible. Uh, the Incredibles is uh, in my top five films of all time. And rightly so. It is my favourite Pixar movie. And I think uh, The Incredibles did a fantastic job of really, really nailing um, the superhero genre while also being very, very funny. And in the middle of that, of all that is uh, Bob Incredible, who is just a fantastic character. Um, yeah, just that film and him. So funny. Brilliant. 
And the trailer for The Incredibles 2. Yeah. He's playing what essentially looks like a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. And, and I think I'm going to end up loving the, <laughs> the wife even more. Because she was really funny in the first one too. Uh, but if she gets centre stage in this and ends up stealing the show, I'm totally here for that. And that's what it's looking like so far. That's an amazing show. Paul, who did you go for? I was racked my brain to think of... I was thinking of like consistency for screen time and minutes and most laughs and best impacts. And I went for a very obscure choice, which is Korg from Thor Ragnarok. Because I thought he was bloody hilarious. And his little uh, voice, he will give a scissors joke. Is the only reason you picked him is because you wanted to do a New Zealand accent again? Pretty much. But okay. he stole the entire film and everyone came out of Avengers where I was asking, you know, where was he? In Where's Korg? And uh, if you d- don't think he's a superhero... Well, I was going to say, does I he qualify? Well, yeah. well do, just do you know what? He was man, the definitive answer. A rock man. Do you know what's the definitive answer? Korg. Exactly. But you're a superhero yourself in this film. Is Thank it you. true that Korg, you based it on a, a bouncers from back home? Yeah, um, because back home the bouncers are giant Polynesian dudes who uh, stand outside the nightclub and uh, when you go up to the, you know, to the door. and there's Huge, tough exterior, but on the inside they're very delicate and um, very gentle, very Just soft souls. Um, they're very caring in a way when they're beating you up. Um, <laughs> Sorry, man, uh, we're at capacity tonight. Yeah, you can't come in. Uh, your shoes are too casual. And, uh, yeah, no, try again tomorrow night. Uh, but it's, it's just something about that combination, doesn't it? It makes you not want to fight them. It's so charming. It's so you just have to go it's along like with them. Yeah. Sort of, it's like Even a, when they're breaking your legs, you have to, like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, I'm inconvenienced here. I feel like it's just sort of like a trap. It's sort of like a, um, it's like a Venus flytrap. The, the sweet nature of their inside <laughs> draws you in. You say, oh, I can take this guy. And then the... Those large arms come and crush you. So there you have it. Who needs Batman's billions, Superman's unlimited powers, Wolverine's adamantium, when you have a man who's made of rocks who speaks like a Kiwi <laughs> and based the entire character on bouncers from New Zealand? Is Korg your favourite superhero? If he's even a superhero. He's a superhero. Um, because you're in love with... <laughs> because you're in love... If he's even a superhero. Because you're in love with Taika Waititi. Yeah, you got a problem with that? <laughs> no, not Jesus. No, we're just confirming a long-standing rumour, but... Cool, cool. But uh, <laughs> good luck to he, both of but you. But he did steal Thor Ragnarok. He was hilarious in it, and uh, yeah, and he's made of rocks. <laughs> he certainly is. Well, hopefully, we're going to be seeing him in, uh, <laughs> in Avengers: Infinity War two or whatever they're deciding to call that. So you did actually mention my one there, and well, one of my ones. No, you mentioned both of my ones, no, so that's fine. Here we no. go. It's been weeks since I picked more than one. Already count. I'm going to say five. He's going to mention. <laughs> no, I've got I've got two. You can pick one each. <laughs> well, no, basically. I love, and this is based off the Christopher Nolan cinematic uh, films, obviously Batman, sure, um, and specifically The Dark Knight, because I remember going to see The Dark Knight in um, an IMAX screen in Melbourne, and it was one of the most wonderful and amazing cinematic experiences ever. Now, Batman Begins, I was like, yeah, that's not too bad. I don't, don't mind that. I've gone back and seen it since. Like, yeah, that's not too bad. Don't mind that. But uh, Dark Knight and Batman... It's very different to the Dark Knight, isn't it? It feels a completely oh, different film. Oh, 100%. I know Dark it is a completely just, different film, but like, it doesn't yeah, feel that all that related. But Dark Knight is just way better. And Dark Knight Rises, you know, definitely has its like, oh my God, what is he doing here? But mm. uh, it has some wonderful moments as well. And my other one... No? Okay, I'll just keep moving on. It's Wolverine. It's not you, Paul. Ah. It's Wolverine. Because Hugh Jackman across 97 films now, he's played that character. Uh, There's been cameos. There's been weird versions of him. Terrible uh, films. Some terrible films in there as well. uh, There have been bad Batman films as well. There certainly have. But those... but there's been, hasn't been a bad Korg film. There you go. But those scenes in X2 in the house in the uh, the 
school for gifted children mm. whenever there's the raid on the house yeah. and you know the little moment with the cat and then on the other side of the ice wall with Stryker and stuff and you're just like oh my god yeah. um, but no so those are my only two that I'm picking and right now and you did steal X-Men first class with one word with that there yeah. uh, whenever yeah. they wander in and yeah. uh, they, they curse and Logan there's a swear are we, are we ba- farts if you're bowing out in the character you can't get a better film than Logan can you Oh, and that was the thing. That's the most recent, obviously, uh, addition to the cinematic franchise uh, for Wolverine. And that was just one of the best films, as we said before, of last year. Does that not make you want to really wish they take Wolverine and just ignore X-Men Origins, ignore the D-Wolverine Wolverine Japan, as well, and just yeah, keep going yeah. with that arc? But obviously, they can't. Well, they were ridiculous messes of films, all right. But uh, <laughs> no, but I'm glad they finished on, on the best one. But um, So yeah, let us know who your favourite cinematic superhero is of all time. You can let us know on Twitter, on WhatsApp, or uh, we'll be putting it up on Facebook as well, on Joe. Um, now, though, mm. it's time for our High Clue segment. And Rory, yeah. you've got a wee bit of context here because you were coming up with this week's example High Clue. Yes. And before... You told me something off air, and I can't wait to hear what your high clue is. Yeah. Are you drunk right now? Um, like, I don't think I should legally drive. Okay, well, that's well, fine. One, I don't take, have a driver's license. Two, driver's yeah, the alcohol level is uh, but you, not zero. But you, <laughs> you wrote this high clue when you were off your beans on, on I, I was not a sober person when I wrote it, and I reread it just before we started recording today. I was like, <laughs> even when Rory's drinking, still on the job. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. What is your... So this is 575, hopefully. Hopefully. Japanese haiku. This Guess actually is a Japanese. That's how drunk I was. You ready? Yes. Okay. Yep. Avocado. Light. Golden eye. Mm-hmm. Guy, mm-hmm. Mrs. Mark, and Mark is with a capital M. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, is that still the middle line? Yeah, Gold oh, My Guy, Mrs. Mark. And is Mrs. Mark, is that M I S? Sorry, no, Mrs. as in does not hit. Oh, Mrs. Yeah, okay. M or S? No, M I S S E S. M I S S E S. Does not hit. Wide, inaccurate. Don't hit your Mrs. Mrs. Mark. And Mark had a capital M. Yes, sir. Perfect. Hal's. Capital H A L apostrophe S. Mm-hmm. Space Odyssey. Okay. Yeah. You want it? Okay, so Okay. Right. Let's take a look at this. Avocado light. Five syllables, we're laughing. <laughs> Golden eye guy, Mrs. Mark. Mark with a capital M Mrs. Mrs. M I S S E S. It's Golden Eye all one word? Like the G L D N E. Okay. Is it a capital E in the middle? Does it have that in the in the film? It does. I don't. Is think guy spelled is guy spelled capital G or lowercase G like Guy Ritchie? Or I gave all the uh, you you read out. Okay, okay. Hinting all the versions and then Hal's apostrophe S space Odyssey. Is that H A L all capitals? No, no. Okay, so okay. okay. The first thing the first thing that struck to me is Golden Eye guy. I thought Sean Bean. It's either Sean Bean or Pierce Brosnan. But okay, the guy, let's see. So let's see. Sean Bean, Pierce Brosnan. The okay, Golden Eye guy because Bean was the villain in Golden mm-hmm. Eye, wasn't he? Uh, Alan Cummings ha- is in that as well. I think of him in that film because he plays he the is. Russian kind of guy with the pen and stuff. So oh, Alan he is. Cummings. He's uh, Boris, isn't he? Yeah? Boris, the guy in the game who you always used Boris. to torture and Boris. beat up in Golden Eye sixty four. That was okay. Fun. Hal's Space Odyssey. If it's capital H, lowercase A and L. Mm. Then we're thinking Hal from Malcolm in the Middle, who would be Brian Cranston, possibly. So Brian Cranston. 
Okay, Space Odyssey. What space film was Brian Cranston involved in? The Martian. I think he was in The Martian, wasn't he? No. No, was he not? No. So no. not The Martian. No. Okay. Sean Bean, Pierce Brosnan, Alan Cummings. We've got three for that. Mrs. The only, thing, the only thing that pops in my mind, because you mentioned Alan Cummings, he was Night- Nightcrawler in X-Men. Nightcrawler in X-Men. Yeah. And because we're doing superheroes. Yeah, possibly. that's the only thing. But then what would avocado like be? Avocado. A vegetable? Uh, no, is that fruit? Jeez, I'm exposed my... Green. Ing- ignorance. <laughs> you don't know what an avocado is? Green uh, lantern. Green lantern. Oh, Ryan Reynolds, that ties in with Deadpool. Okay, Deadpool, yeah. Okay, Golden Eye Kisses. kisses my, oh, and why can you. Uh, am I getting drunk by osmosis <laughs> off your fumes? Okay, so Golden Eye Guy, Mrs. Mark. I'll speak. Brian Cranston Strong, and Ryan Mark, Reynolds. Mark Strong is in Green Lantern, wasn't he? He wasn't in Golden He was, Eye. Mrs. Mark. Mark mm. Strong is Sinestro in Green Lantern, isn't he? Was Brian Cranston in Green Lantern, though? Will we take a stab? Hal is Hal Jordan, who is... Hal uh, Jordan, who is the character uh, of Green Ryan Lantern. Reynolds, yeah, yeah. Space, Space Lantern. Lantern. Okay. Yeah. So it's Green Lantern. Lantern. It's Showgirls. It's, it's Green Lantern. <laughs> it's Green Lantern. Amazing. Yeah, okay. Yes, happy days. The uh, GoldenEye guy. Who is the GoldenEye guy? Yeah. Martin Campbell. Martin Campbell oh, directed. the director. Yes, yes. Okay. And Mark, Mark, Mark Strong, is it? Mark Strong. Yeah. Mark Strong. Avocado Light is obviously Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Lantern. Deadpool you is also referred to as an avocado face. Oh, oh he so he is. That's it's like good. Someone That's like someone had angry sex with an avocado. Isn't that what this? Space Odyssey. How it goes into space. Yeah. Hal Jordan. Yeah. Avocado. That's very good. good. It's layered like an avocado. Um, I so assume I've never seen one. Uh, we have um, congratulations to give out now as well to everybody who to got me? our no uh, our competition haiku correct last week. So just a reminder, it was. Big insomniac. I got it correct last week. Floral donkey lady. Strong congratulations. congratulations, Rory. Thank you. Wood on wooden bench. So that was big insomniac. Floral donkey lady. Strums wood on wooden bench. I want to say congratulations to Connor O'Carroll, Martin Crinion, Potty Fahey, Martin Fitzpatrick, Veronica Fitzgerald, and Geroid Gillet Gillet, who got it right. Um, but a special big review ski well done to Evan Dardis. Oh, this is amazing. Who yeah. actually sent us all a picture on oh, Twitter yeah. of his working out. I, I'll uh, just <laughs> bring this up here because, yes. first he, he of went, all... He went like forensic. He went deep. He this went is like Charlie making a murderous Kelly. stuff, this yeah. is, yeah. It's like one of those things when you see they put up all the uh, evidence and the information mm. and photographs and documents that they have. They put it up on one board and they tie it all together with bits of string. Probably have Evan, pictures of us as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Out, yeah. Evan, please... Don't be printing out pictures of us from the internet. Um, so the answer to last week's one was Forrest Gump. So Big Insomniac was Tom Hanks. He was in Big and he's an insomniac in Sleepless in Seattle. Floral Donkey Lady Strums was his love interest in Forrest Gump, who is Robin Wright. Uh, she plays Jenny, which is technically the name for uh, the name for a female donkey. She plays a guitar and wears uh, floral dresses and she played Princess Buttercup in The Princess Bride. And the last line, wood on wooden bench, is uh, forest is another uh, word for wood. And he sits on the iconic wooden bench in the film. So congratulations to all of those people. We're going to actually retweet um, Evan's picture of his working out because it's just phenomenal. He's got title names, uh, years and the links and why they all link together. It's, uh, it's very impressive. Does he get extra marks for that one? I don't no. think so. No, you, you can get it right or you can get it wrong. <laughs> you can get it wrong. Okay. <laughs> if it's right. a nice um, picture you printed out of me, I give it to you. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and stay tuned because later on the show we're going to have some out of this world Marvel merchandise. Uh, Marvelous. Mar- it's I right there. Said, I should have right. Marvelous this? merchandise. Edit. <laughs> For a chance to win some of this out of this world marvellous merchandise That's uh, a good line. we'll be doing next week's competition high clue. So stay tuned for that. Now though, Give me both your hands. I'm not asking nicely anymore because I'm taking you to the movies. I'm leaving. 
We just came from the movies. I know it doesn't really make any sense, no. does it? I, just, I was listening. Let's go. Can you give me the money for a movie instead? And I'll just like go to pub instead. I will not do that. These are the top ten Irish films at the Irish box office from the weekend. Just gone at number ten, we have Rampage, which we all agree. We're in love with that film. That's quite a push, but wow. yes. Uh, number nine is a new entry. Paul, you reviewed this last week. Entebbe. Yes, uh, not a bad film, but had the potential to be a really, really great film. Uh, kind of falls between two stools of being a tight hostage thriller in the vein of Argo and then kind of a broad sweeping political. Is neither, but not the worst story, but probably a better documentary there to be seen. Uh, starring Daniel Brühl and Rosamund Pike, who are usually excellent in most things. Daniel Brühl is very good in it, but um, he's just not last 30 minutes he's kind of on the sidelines and it's through no fault of his own but he is good as I said it's not the worst film you'll see but it could have been so much better and it should have been Number 8 in the Irish box office this week is Peter Rabbit slowly but surely uh, inching his way towards the bottom of the box office like a rabbit inching its way towards like a vegetable patch does that that doesn't really work as any kind of analogy It's number 7 I don't know what rabbits do It's a quiet place we (laughs) all Love that film so goddamn much. Number six is Tully. Rory's a fan. You actually, how did your uh, you wrote an article on the kind of marmite type ending to it? Did people get back in touch with you and shout at you? Uh, no, actually, everyone, most of the people who got back um, agreed with me, saying that oh, I still can't talk about it. <laughs> Maybe that's something we could do at the end of the year, like to have an entire, <gasps> not just one film spoiler cast, but talk about the Spoil spoilers, everything. everything. I'm up for that. 100%. Do you think that, that these would be two are basically now the, the best? a collaborative duo where I had actor director team uh, Cody and uh, sorry not Cody um, Reitman and uh, Shirley Tron does that include like DiCaprio and Scorsese well do you think they're getting that's three now films they've done now does it include Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks how many three? have they done <laughs> how many done Young Adults this and what else they did another one was it no you're the uh, one who made up the statistic <gasps> Paul I forget I knew then <laughs> number you five forget it it doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> we've got a brand new entry this week it is Breaking In starring Gabrielle Union and here's a little clip right before we hear Rory I got to see this one this week what's that there when are they coming they're going to kill us no no no, 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 no. I'm not going to okay mom no no no, no. Mom, you can't leave us. Oh, baby, I promise you, it'll be just for a little while. Oh, no, no, there has to be another way. Just listen to me. There is no other way. You gotta take care of your brother, okay? I yes, you can. I yes, you can. can. You hear me? You can. <laughs> baby, you are strong. You're smart. You are everything I could have ever hoped for. You're my daughter. You can do this. Are we, are we gonna... Let's go to the We should whisper the rest of the show. It needs to be really frantic whispering. Oh, oh my God. Really annoying. Film it. Film like that, no. Oh, okay. well, it's of that quality. Um, it stars Gabrielle Union, who I really enjoyed in Bad Boys Two. Hmm? Um, I don't really recall her seeing in, in anything else <laughs> since then. Um, as a mother who's taken her kids to her rich, recently deceased father's house in the middle of nowhere, and it's basically a giant panic room house. Um, and they're going there to check it out because they have to sell it to make some money from it. Uh, and just as they get there, four thieves arrive because they know there is a safe in the house somewhere <gasps> just like Panic Room yeah. <laughs> and uh, she somehow ends up outside the house and her two kids are inside with the thieves and uh, she has to break in 
That's the title. <laughs> it sounds like she abandons her kids there. She's outside there. drinking, on like having a glass of wine. And Is she what your friend, friend, Rory? Doesn't notice like four people break into her home. Four very menacing-looking, mysterious men. Yeah, like like the lead bad guy is Billy Burke. He was like Kirsten Stewart's dad in Twilight. All oh, right, does and he have then, his mustache? He's a he is rocking a mustache. To be Excellent. fair, um, it's not it's not it's not good, but okay. it's also. It seems to be aware that it's not good. It was written by the same guy who wrote Rampage, ironically. What? Yeah. How can it be anything but amazing then? But he also wrote The Commuter. So he's had a bit of a mixed year so far. Like, Where was his head after Does the last George, year? the 30 foot gorilla, turn up at any point? No. Oh, and it would have. Well. And Liam Neeson doesn't do that. So. <laughs> that would have been way um, better. And it's directed by. Um, is it James McTeague, who started his career with V for Vendetta? Oh, yeah. Right, okay. And then. He did an Assassin's film as well, didn't he? He did an Assassin's film. He did The Raven with John Cusack. Well, the the, the trailer for Breaking In made it look like Home Alone for a while. And I was like, this, I can get on board with this, but it's not Home Alone. No, it's all about like how mothers can find the strength in themselves to become the heroes they need to be to protect their kids. Like the tagline's fantastic. Revenge is a mother. Like that's a brilliant tagline because he did release tagline. it in the states in time for uh, for Mother's Day. Clever. So happy Mommy's Day to everybody out there yeah. in America. To all our American listeners, mommies. Um, number four in the Irish box office this week is Life of the Party. Another brand new entry. No, Owen, you got to see this. Uh, yeah, here's a wee <laughs> clip. First of all, starring Melissa McCarthy, and then yeah, I'll tell about it. <laughs> I don't regret staying at home and being your mom, but I regret not getting my degree. That's why somebody's mom just enrolled in college. (laughs) I'm referring to myself. I'll see you around the quad. Nobody says that, Mom. Well, bring it back. Get ready for the wildlife. I think those dads just checked you out. I'm just looking at my smock. It tends to catch the light. Mom, you're a college girl now, and we got to make some changes. No, we don't know where that's been. Oh, God, it's full of hair. Come on, let me at it. No! Oh, God, No! What are you, 20? Okay. Oh, I'm 21. Okay. I love your mom. You had sex in a library? Frank? No, don't tell Frank. You just had sex in a public place. Where? In the stacks. In her slacks? No, shut up, Frank. Get ready for the wildlife. I'm older, I'm wiser. This, essentially a Google. Ask me anything. Turn off your Google. You're scaring me. I think my Google scared Jack last night. Oh, my God. But in a good way. I'm like when you intentionally go through a haunted house. Ew! Get ready for the wildlife. Get ready for the wildlife. It's Melissa McCarthy in Life of the Party. Firstly, what are your thoughts on Melissa McCarthy? Um, I, I like her... Um, normally, um, I I really enjoyed her in Bridesmaids. I thought she was great as that dude on SNL. Spicer. Yes, Sean, Sean Spicer. Spicer. Um, I loved her in Spy. Um, Did you like Spy? I loved yeah. her in Spy. You love her in Spy, okay. I thought okay. Spy, it's like Jason Statham was fantastic in Spy, but the That's film true. itself was only okay. What do you reckon, Paul? What do you reckon? Uh, uh, about I don't Melissa really have McCarthy? too much time for it, to be honest. Really? No. No. See, I think now, she's very funny. Bridesmaids funny, but then I just get the feeling it's women. no. It's the same. It's the same shtick. Moving on, I, I just find it's the it's the kind of loud, obnoxious stuff. Isn't that's that because opinion. you don't think women can be funny? That's 
You're really putting Paul on the spot there. <laughs> no, um, again, I like the Spicer stuff, but no, just never really too much of a fan. Well, you see, some of the films that she's done on her own, whether it's Identity or Spy, um, haven't been a fan of those. But those moments where she pops, pops up in other ones, like Bridesmaids, she just steals the show completely. Um, this is kind of like, and we will be talking about it in just a second, I Feel Pretty is in at number three with Amy Schumer. I think Melissa McCarthy is really funny, but this she's way funnier than this film is. What doesn't she keep doing films with her husband? So this is the problem here, because right. this film is written and directed by Ben Falcone, who is her husband. And it is a mess of a film. It's supposed to be a comedy, and it's just not funny at all. That slacks line was like, was that supposed to be a joke? What line? Where he's like, oh, we had sex in the stacks, and he said, in your oh, slacks. Right. <laughs> it's like, like, that's not a joke. It's like something we'd say here. It's like, there is one. Yeah, yeah. And we, okay. we go, that's not a joke. That's not a joke. Don't ever say that. And I didn't get paid a million quid for that. No. There is a really, really funny scene that is all Melissa McCarthy when she's kind of, you can tell she was improvising, and there's quite a lot of physical humour in it, and you're like, more of that, please. But everything else just feels so safe and so cookie cutter, and they have an obligatory kind of like, oh, she's taking drugs, let's put a filter on the camera and they all you know they don't really know what's going on you know things that you've seen time and time again mm. that was done best in something like 21 Jump Street um, a few years back oh, yeah. so it's just it's so disappointing both with this and uh, I do think this is a much worse film than I Feel Pretty yeah. um, but no definitely this is not recommended just go back and watch Sean Spicer videos or well Melissa McCarthy as Sean Spicer but uh, they're equally funny equally funny uh, number three is I Feel Pretty which we felt was like a decent enough comedy but again Amy Schumer can, can be much funnier than this. Yeah. yeah. Um, number two I've been dreading this all week what are you both getting your books out for this is Sherlock Gnomes and oh, it descended first? into <laughs> well. disaster last week because instead of talking about the actual film you just shouted gnome puns at me for ages I think the quality of Sherlock Gnomes is so strong that it's going to carry in the charts regardless of any review competent review mm. me and Rory do so we're looking ahead sure. competent because we're we're, oh, careful! You coming? You coming over here? Because me and Rory know more stuff between us. Oh, oh I'm Jesus. out. No, that's yeah, I'm out. Terrible. If this is the level this I have to work awful. with, so Rory, <laughs> where can you see this going in future? Have you written like a dialogue with gnome puns? I had no idea I was going to do this bit, but we I'm just, totally down now. So I see the next one being like a spy movie. Okay, here we go. Casino Gnome Royale. I'll take that. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I think they could go kind of like a action adventure <laughs> okay. throwback 80s field No Mancing the Stone No Mancing the Stone yeah that's yeah, good that's good that'd be that's good. good it's open to the family Rory what's your uh-huh. after that I could see it like a disaster movie okay like mm-hmm. Volcano <laughs> no I will not allow that one that's Paul do you know Paul, <laughs> you, that's your last warning Rory do you know Volcano. who isn't in much stuff this summer and I wonder is he holding out for the perfect script I haven't seen Van Damme No Way Out <gasps> I haven't seen him. I think he could be doing this. I'm Please thinking tell it. me you've reached the end of the list of known puns. No, we haven't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rory, uh, how do you top Van Damme? I don't know if I can top Van Damme, but we were talking earlier about good political thrillers. Yeah. So, yes. Argnome. <laughs> Argnome. What's that supposed to be? Argnome. As in Argo? Yeah. That's just, no. No, I'm Ar- shutting this down. Okay, okay, okay. We're moving on. No, okay, okay. no more. Next we're week, moving on next to week Avengers. Solo coming. Star Wars, episode two, Attack of the Gnomes. Uh, yes. <laughs> They're going to remake it with gnomes. 
They got bad, Paul has they got bad real quick. Argnome. What is that? You sound like you're having a stroke. I Number one this you, week in the Irish sober. box office is Avengers <laughs> Infinity War. You need to drink more or less. Yeah, I don't know right which amount. one it is. Um, we're big fans of Avengers Infinity War. Seen it multiple times. It holds up. And I do I do want to go and see it again. And earlier on when we were talking about our favourite cinematic superhero, I wanted to pick a third one. And it was Thanos, even though he is a villain. I just really like him quite a, a weird, lot. A weird uh, connection. Mm. Attraction? See, Owen I, thinks genocide <laughs> is good, like I do. Uh, I would like to distance myself from that comment. Um, now, speaking of Josh Brolin as Thanos, um, our big interview on the Big Review Ski is this week, is the man himself, the human chin. It'll catch on, inevitably, mm. someday. Um, you say so. He is in Deadpool 2, and before Rory reviews the film, which is out now in Irish cinemas, um, our colleague... In the UK, Mr. Richie Driss, a beautiful, good-looking man, uh, got to sit down with another beautiful, good-looking man, Josh Brolin, to chat about Deadpool 2. And he kicked things off, basically asking Josh, you know, unlike Thanos, Cable, the character that he plays in Deadpool 2, um, even though he seems to be a bit of a bad guy, he doesn't really want to destroy the universe, does he? About Cable? No, he doesn't want to destroy the universe. He sadly just wants to destroy one young child. And uh, the reason why he does is because he comes back from the future. This child grows up to do some horrible things. And he's trying to save his uh, surroundings, his family, his, you know, that in order to do that. But, and then Deadpool's trying to stop him the whole time. So it's that kind of nemesis, you know, relationship. Ryan Reynolds and Josh Brolin as Cable, they've been brilliant in all the kind of the pre-release mm. yeah. stuff. So dying to see the two of them together. So Richie wanted to ask the question that's on everyone's lips. Is Ryan Reynolds the most lovable person in the world? Because we all do love him. No, horrible, horrible person. <laughs> Great beard of like, you know, this kind of thing that he presents of yeah. like he's likable and handsome and yeah. tall and all that. He's the opposite to me. You right. know what I mean? We're on set. It's torturous, a lot, uh, lot of screaming, a lot of yelling, a lot of insults. In spite of having to put up with Ryan Reynolds, which I think I'd still be happy to put up with anyway, <laughs> um, did Josh have a favourite moment while he was on the set of Deadpool 2? Favourite moment? Um, that's a wrap. <laughs> was, yeah, when I didn't know, when I didn't really have to spend any more time with him, it just made it was like a great liberation for me. <laughs> if if you were uh, in the company of Ryan Reynolds, and if he is as annoying as Josh Brolin says he is, did Josh ever? Richie wanted to know, did he ever accidentally, and that's accidentally in inverted commas now, punch Ryan during one of the fight scenes? I did many times. Yeah. Oh, many times, many times. If you saw the bruises on Ryan during shooting. That was all. That was all, the only way I could pay him back. I'm not really a verbally smart, mm-hmm. you know, intelligent guy, so I can just punch people. Do you remember Josh Brolin in Sicario? Mm, yeah. Remember he was like kind of he was a bit kind of schlumpy and you know wore yeah, nice yeah. big loose shirts and sunglasses, and then obviously they based Thanos, you know, off him and his body shape. He got into incredible shape for it, uh, for Avengers and for uh, Cable and Deadpool too as well. And now he's just like. He's in incredible shape. But uh, Richie said, you know, as one of those actors who goes through uh, one of those incredible body transformations, does he have three tips specifically for Richie? Um, Who, as we said already, is a good-looking, fit guy. uh, But does Josh have three tips for him uh, as to how to get in shape? Um, Eat more than once a day, because I can tell you've only been eating once a day. Eat more than carrots. (laughs) Try bread, try pastas, stuff like that. And then maybe lift more than your iPad. 
And <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, it's quite a quite a zing there from Josh oh, Brolin. I'm starting to love Josh Brolin. <laughs> but uh, is it really worth all of that effort? No, 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 not. not at all. Especially having to spend four months with Ryan Reynolds. What did I get out of it? I got a lot of soreness. I'm 50 years old. I feel more shame than I've ever felt. <laughs> More shame. Like, I want to spend a lot of time with Josh Brolin. He sounds he, like an absolute champ. He does sound like a fun person. <laughs> he sounds prickly. So he does. Sounds um, uh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, as well as starring in Deadpool 2 as Cable, he has rumours, haven't he? He signed up for three more X-Men films. Mm. Um, so, Richie wanted to know, what can we expect from them? What can we ex- expect? I, I can give you all the stories if you want. You don't even need to see them. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, no, I don't really know what we have in store. It's X-Force. That's the next one, which I guess would be considered Deadpool 3 or something like that. I don't really know. You'd have to ask Ryan. Um, but there's, yeah, there's a storyline where he, Cable, really is the leader of X-Force, and then we just go from there. <laughs> I love that. He's just like, I don't really know. Just ask Ryan. You know, that's not my film. They I had such care. a good time together on set, clearly. So like, clearly. Inseparable. Clearly. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know, because it was only whenever Richie mentioned this that, that I remembered... Uh, that Josh Brolin has shot dogs in a number of films. No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Um, or Gnome Country for Old Men, as it should be called. Yes. And and American Gangster. Um, so we wanted to know, can you clarify, Josh Brolin, that that was all fake and you don't actually have a problem with dogs? I'm not going to clarify anything. <laughs> no, I would never shoot a dog. And then the fact that anybody would think that I would shoot a dog is ridiculous. But um, I did shoot two dogs, fake dogs into fake movies about fake things. We're getting close. You all know the drill. Intercept the convoy. Watch out for cable. Hit it! There's this kid. He's in trouble. Move or die. Pump the hate brakes, Thanos. I ain't letting Cable get to him. But I can't do this alone. I need backup. We're going to form a super duper fucking group. It's time to get back on LinkedIn. Time to get back on LinkedIn. Jokes. Um, I love that people are fixating the dogs when his last character wiped out half the world. Like, but they can't shoot a dog. Yeah, they, does he kill half people, the dogs? People love dogs they more do. than they love John humans yeah. or any other races as well. Does he kill half well. the dogs? That's um, I was thinking about that. I'm not sure. Like what? Like insects? All kind of animals? Yeah. It's a great question. We'll ask Josh Brown whenever we talk to him again. <laughs> so I think we've all um we all want to go on a night out with Josh Brown. Oh, he sounds yeah. great, crack. He does seem like a fun guy. Very, very fun guy. Um In fairness, you have to love that he just he just didn't care. He's just like, Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'll give you what say whatever I want. So Deadpool two. Out in cinemas now. Mm. The first one was a smash hit, Ryan Reynolds' baby. Um, he had been trying to make this film for years. Yeah. As we mentioned already, he starred in Green Lantern, which was not very good whatsoever. But Deadpool pretty much was universally loved. There are a few people out there, <laughs> idiots, who didn't like it. Did you like Deadpool? The first one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. Sure. It wasn't a rare call for it to be like Oscar nominated and everything. There was a big push for it. Yeah. But it was never yeah, going to get there. But yeah. away from that. Yeah, a like bit, a it was a bit dramatic. Uh, Logan can't do it then. A pleasant surprise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And erased all memories of the character from X-Men Wolverines when they bleed and taped his mouth shut at the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ryan Reynolds is the perfect person to play this character. And I'm not sure if he's got a writing credit on Deadpool he 2. He does write. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is the moment of truth then, Roy. You had a chance to see Deadpool 2. Yeah. 
Oh, please say it's good and maybe even better than the original one. So you want me to lie? Oh, no. <laughs> um, it's okay. Right. That's It's okay. It's 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 entertaining, but um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a massive smack of... Uh, not quite the Hangover Part 2, but there is a oh. vibe of that where it's like, did you enjoy this in the first one? Here it is again, Here except it is exactly slightly louder. Right, okay. Um... The plot is actually difficult to I was gonna say, what, talk what, about yeah, because um, the trailers have been very, very, very misleading about what the film is actually about. Oh, everything, okay. and even just some of Josh Brolin's answers just there is like, "Well, that's a lie." Well, can I can I guess <laughs> just from watching the teaser trailers? And you stuff? can you can guess. I mean, so I will correct you, I will correct you <laughs> but I will tell you when you're wrong. Deadpool? No, he's not in it. So, as well as Ryan Reynolds and Josh Brolin, the film stars Julian Dennison, who was the excellent uh, young actor in Hunt for the Wilder People, back mm. to Taika Waititi again, Hero. and he seems to play some kind of pyro maniac uh, mutant and a lot of the trailers are uh, Deadpool and his super duper team of uh, mutants teaming up to basically protect this guy from Cable Mm. and that seems to be what they're giving away and the Cable is right he's the big bad guy of this particular piece but um, so am I completely wrong then? Um, You're you're, about half of that is right okay but I can't say which half okay that's fine Um, but yeah it's just I don't know, like, the first director said he wanted the sequel to have a much bigger budget. Ryan Reynolds himself said he didn't. He wanted to keep it about the same budget as the first one, which is, I think, right. only about $55 million. It's quite small for a blockbuster. Oh. So he's gone off now to do the new Terminator, and in his place is the guy who co-directed the first John Wick and then directed Atomic Blonde. Okay. Which I was excited about. Yeah, that's it, decent that's, action all the yeah, way. Um, which is surprising when the film has not any really good action sequences in it at all. Um, it is funny, uh, and it's at its funniest when it's not repeating jokes that it made the first time around, which unfortunately uh, it does an awful lot. It is it is still entertaining. Ryan Reynolds is still really good, really really good in the part. Um, there's a new character, Domino, who's played by Zazie Beats. Thank you, Zazie Beats, who uh, was the best part of Geostorm, if you remember. Was she in Geostorm? She was the like the sassy oh, assistant she was lady. The, that's right. <laughs> Oh, um, and she's in Atlanta as well and she is fantastic at this and she's far and away the best thing in it because her superpower is being, just being lucky, lucky. Yeah. and Deadpool is convinced he's like that's not a real superpower he's like that's not, that's not partic- as he's complaining about not being cinematic uh, one of the best parts of the film is playing out because he okay. can't see how her power is working okay. Uh, okay and as you see it working it's like this is actually pretty cool and she plays the character perfectly poor like Cable's character is pretty weak. It's not explained particularly well. Uh, Julian Dennison. Uh, What's uh, Rob Delaney like? Because I've big hopes I for him after the trailer. Really talk about it. okay, but he's okay. and I cannot like. There's so much where I'm like, Ugh, like yeah. we. Yeah, I would love to discuss, especially in that future uh, spoiler. But cast. we spoil everything. Yeah, but there's there's some fantastic surprises in it, and that's when you're like, oh, this is when it's as good as it was the first time. Yeah. but then there's um, every time it just goes back. You like remember this joke from the first one? You're like, yes, I do, and it was funny then, and I don't need to hear it again now. Well, the word you used, surprise, that was the key thing about the first one because so many audiences, myself included, I remember going to see it uh, in a packed cinema for Valentine's Day. Is perfect counter. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and it was just. yeah, it caught everybody off guard, which is yeah. how funny and entertaining it was. So, uh, that's disappointing to hear. But you know what, Roy? I don't care what you say. I'm going to go see it anyway. I do, because rec- I want you to go see it. Yeah. Uh, because okay. and I, well, want the I don't care what you say. I'm go- not going to go see it then. So I want Reverse the listeners to go see it instead then. 
uh, and get in touch because like there's yeah there's definitely bits in it where you're like that's brilliant and I wish the whole film had been like that I think the problem is normal comic book movies when they're when they want to do the sequel it's like make it bigger make it darker because they're primarily action films whereas Deadpool is primarily a comedy mm. and comedy sequels tend to just not be good true true that well listen Deadpool 2 is out in Irish cinemas now so if you make it along that do let us know what you think of the film but if you can't make it along to the cinema this week Paul you've been sneaking into people's homes and you've been seeing what they've got in their DVD collection <coughs> and, and their TVs and their Netflix accounts and you've picked out something for them to watch that information was private by the way <laughs> One I, told week you that, I told you that in secrecy <laughs> such an exciting week um, okay moving from a character who's indestructible well basically and in Deadpool to someone who's pretty much indestructible in this it's one of my favourite films of the last 10 years a film when I actually applauded halfway through it was that good cinema party so. <laughs> play the piano don't I don't the piano. think there's a piano solo in Gareth Evans's film The Raid but I will have to check it is a concerto it is <laughs> if you haven't seen it I strongly urge to see it it's basically a video game set on 50 layers an elite squadron have to go in and take a tower from a drug dealer it's an Indonesian flick shot for about 2 million quid which is about the catering budget on Deadpool 2 it features the best fight sequences and action I can remember since the Matrix um, and I cannot say I cannot I'm running out of words I'm tripping over them how good it is check it out it's on film for 120 Saturday morning so that's late Friday night into Saturday morning so set to record 120 Watch it and then watch the sequel. They're great. I do like the sequel. One twenty a.m. Uh, the raid, the raid is an astonishing film. Yeah. Um, the action you will actually like, Paul. You will lose words. You will lose breath. Um, a lot fu- of people like lose limbs and their <laughs> life as well in it. The sequel I wasn't as fussed on though. Really, both of you liked it. I yeah, liked I thought it. it was really good. Yeah, I thought it kind of it's, it took its time to breathe and yeah. open up the world. Yeah, I remember going to a screening of it and um, they had just got the digital uh, drive for it in and it kept pausing. <gasps> um, on, on the 15 minute mark oh, every no. time they restarted it oh, no. and the audience never left like an hour and a half later <laughs> the film started and played all the way through so and the film itself is two in the yeah it's a pretty, pretty long so film four hours people were just like no, wait, <laughs> no we're I'll watching it bring it on but that yep. fight in the hallway with the uh, I won't give the kill away but you know the one I'm talking about on the doorstep yes oh, Jesus Christ that was just yeah, the best that's thing that's exactly I've seen. the yeah. one I'm thinking of and uh, the lead actor I can't remember his Ego name Ego Oase he was but in he, Star Wars yeah and he's going to be in a uh, brand Wahlberg. new film with um, with Mark Wahlberg as well yeah. So and uh, Evans is working with Dan Stevens on Apostle which is uh, one to Netflix uh, I think it's a spin off from the VHS2 segment it is mm. I know it's set in Indonesia and it's revolving around the cult so that could be something really, really good. What I heard the Hemsworth brothers were doing the American remake of the Raid. Is that really? still happening? Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Well, how many Hemsworth brothers are there? There are four, I think. Holy moly! I think they just keep just, multiplying. It's just the two like gremlins. It's when you don't know, there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's a Hemsworth in here with us. Love right those Hemsworths. So that's the raid on film four this weekend, one twenty a.m. Friday night into Saturday morning. Um, if you're not heading out and with your friends or having just come a back friend, and yeah, exactly. Everything. Like I'm doing that's right Rory. Now. Exactly. Get um, him the raid. No. Uh, <laughs> for a chance to win some out of this world, was it marvelous merchandise? Is that what we're going for? Yes. Um, all you have to do is subscribe to the Big Review Ski and answer a question that's up on site. We also have this week's comp. Competition high clue. So pens at the ready, please. Oh, is it, yeah. it marvellous? It is so marvellous, like you wouldn't believe. So again, after <laughs> like you wouldn't like believe, you wouldn't believe um, again after my multiple counts. Does of it have anything to do with gnomes? 
Uh, no. Okay. Um, after my multiple counts of heresy over the last couple of weeks, um, I have made sure I've read this multiple times. I'm pretty sure we're okay. We're good to go here. We'll so, see. are you ready? Okay. So, the first word is deer, as in D E E R. Then dick with a capital D. Jesus. Bosses dawn with a capital D. So, that first line reads deer, dick, bosses, dawn. And capital D's on Dear Dick and Don. Capital D's all the way around. <laughs> There's a lot um, of D in here. The second... Big D. The second line, people. Um, <laughs> the second line is powerful press every day. Any tricky letters in there? No, no. All good. And the final line is hacks spectacular. Hack apostrophe S spectacular. So the three lines together in this week's competition high clue are... Dear Dick Bosses Dawn, powerful press every day, hacks spectacular. So again, as usual, without shouting it out, have you any thoughts on what it might be? I think I have it. I okay, Paul is scribbling down an answer here I on his sheet lines. of paper. And Paul has got the correct answer. Okay. Rory? Yeah. Oh, you've got it as well? Yeah. Okay. Do I draw it out as well? Well, let, let's see what I just like do the logo Oh yeah perfect Yeah exactly Because it could be a logo For any film Out there Um, So both Rory and Paul (laughs) Pretty much Um, So both Rory and Paul Have got uh, This competition's uh, High clue correct So uh, we'll be putting that up On Twitter And up on Joe as well So um, you could be in With a chance of winning All that wonderful merchandise Now looking ahead To next week Coming soon We're going to have um, a review of brand new Irish animation The Breadwinner Made by the triple Oscar nominated uh, Cartoon Saloon And as well as that We're going to be doing our full review of Solo A Star Wars story Which uh, myself and Paul have had a chance to see And I'm fine with that And you're completely fine with that Absolutely Roy. And I can, 100% fine I can tell that you're fine with that So but I'm excited you get to go see it for the first time You get to feel that buzz like I did Yeah yeah, yeah, you can just hear how excited uh, Paul is there. Um, so, <laughs> listen, we'll see you back shaking, here shaking. Uh, next week. Um, Paul, Rory, anything exciting planned for the week? Rory, you're probably going to sober up, and Paul, you're going to sneak back into people's yeah, houses. Me. I'm just going to watch the raid <laughs> on repeat and okay. just cheer at everything. Perfect. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.